0: Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamor of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for Free today on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. happy hump day motherfuckers what's up guys welcome back to another episode i have Katie freaking Marie Maloney on the podcast today. Hi Katie. Hi, full name. Full name for you. Full name in there. I know. I have never gotten so many (laughs) questions for a guest in my many weeks of podcasting. Really? Yes. We'll How many to repeats, though? A lot of repeats. Okay. I lumped them. I I lumped them up, but everyone was very excited. A lot of compliments as well. Okay. A lot of Katie looks hot. <laughs> oh my god! Like Katie got her groove back. Katie's short hair. Katie's <laughs> body. I was like, hells yeah. Okay, I'll take you. Give the girl some love. Thanks, y'all. You just had a birthday yes happy new year around the sun thank you yeah how are you I I don't want to be like how are you feeling about 2023 like how are you feeling about this year around the sun um I feel good I feel like this is the year of Katie I I mean they say that
1: every year but I really feel good about this year because last year was obviously a very (laughs) different year it was big transition year. I grew a lot. I learned a lot about myself. I healed a lot. And now I feel like I'm really on the other side of all of that. I'm not not that I'm done with all of the the healing and growing, obviously, you know, but it's it's just different now. It feels different. I feel like I'm, you know, I've leveled up <laughs> leveled up, leveled you up You know, um, I've gotten to another level of all of it So I feel really good I'm just ready to have a good time Experience new things Open a
0: business Just keep flourishing Live,
1: live the best life
0: Yeah, like when did Katie get her groove back, do you think?
1: Uh, it's been
0: about a, <laughs> almost a year since you've been single Separated um, Separated, sort of single How long do you think it took for you to like get into your groove? that you're currently living in.
1: I don't know. I mean, I would say, I don't know. I can't think I can't pinpoint the time, but there was a time where I, when I started kind of like going out with my girlfriends and feeling myself a little bit more, like you know, last summer. Yeah. Beginning of summertime maybe. Like June-ish gave yourself the or,
0: freedom to feel awesome.
1: It, yeah, for sure. And then just kind of just kept going from there. I mean, that definitely I had it ebbed and flowed a little bit. There was definitely a time where I didn't feel awesome, but that's, you know, it's not.
0: I mean, that's me like every time about my period. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, yeah. So last summer is when it started to really kick off.
0: So, yeah, what is going on with you? I mean, we basically live down the hall. You, <laughs> Congratulations on the show, of course. Thanks. First and foremost, the trailer's awesome. Yeah. I just saw the opening. The new intro, yeah. Which you told me about privately, and it is <laughs> even cooler than I thought. Yeah. I've said this before on my podcast, and I'm not jaded anymore about Vanderpump. I'm really happy for all of my friends that are still on it. You guys deserve it. You've worked really hard for it. And I'm glad that this year is different. Yeah, that it, it looks different aesthetically. It,
1: it feels. I mean, it can't feel like old school because without having the OGs around, you know. But it kind of does in some ways. But also feels totally new. If that's, that makes it
0: perfect. Does probably. that make sense? Yeah, and no, I think it does. It's kind uh, of the perfect mesh of everything. Like you wanted yeah. it to feel the old, comfortable, but also absolutely different than anything it's been, because that's life.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, But yeah, I, I love the new intro. I think recognizing that the world that the show existed in is no longer that same world, you know? We don't all exist in... Uh, within the confines of Sir, as much as, like, we all love Sir. <laughs> you know, like, things are different now. Our world is expanding. The VandaVerse is expanding. And so to kind of have that reflect in the intro, but keep the song, obviously, because it's iconic as oh, fuck, it is. Um, was really cool. I really dig it personally.
0: I know. And I see in years to come, like if Vanderpump keeps going next year, the year after, it's going to be like, we got to change the drone. Now we're going to something about her, Katie and Ariana's <laughs> cafe. <Exactly. laughs> well, it's just one stop off right down the road. <laughs> How is that going? It's
1: going, you know, I mean, it's, you think like okay, we like the finding location is the hardest part. So you think, but like there's there's so many factors that go into it. It's not just as simple as like picking out paint or tables and chairs. It's like there's a lot of extra work, legal stuff that goes into it. A lot license, of timely like, things, license, I would assume. And entitlements, and
0: things of city Like you know. boring timely things, but yet I've, I have seen a little bit of the fun stuff. Yeah. Like I've been lucky enough as your friend for you to show me sort of <laughs> different. Palettes and yeah, you know, obviously, everyone's sort of seen the font, it's been posted on social media, and Mm -hmm. it is so like. Perfectly girly, but not crystal chandeliers. Yeah, we wanted you know? to feel
1: more romantic, and that doesn't necessarily make it girly or super right. feminine. But but that romance, I guess some people can consider that to be feminine. But yeah, we wanted to to kind of have this like air of romance, where you're like, I want to fall in love like here, like serendipity. Yeah, we want to we want to romanticize lunch. If you know what I mean, but somewhere that's not like it's not trendy. It doesn't feel like this is a trendy spot. It feels like it's kind of been there forever in a way. Oh, I like that. You know. Um like it really, truly like, you know, the Nancy Myers interiors, they do like her, all of her sets just like really encapsulate that kind of feeling. I feel like um, the fun parts I can't really wait to get to because that's when it's going to really start to come to life. But yeah, it, it's it's just a lot of.
0: Yeah, a lot of <laughs> the stuff, the stuff in order to get a business started.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and the, oh, I always want to say is that. Um, Ariana and I, we wanted to just really take our time with these things, you know, even with like working with consultants to really map out in great detail the business plan, the budget. So we had a really clear roadmap before we did anything else. And even this part with just getting all the ducks in a row because... No shade to the guys, but they, they kind of worked backwards. Right. And I don't think that really helped them in the long, long run. It cost them a lot of money and a lot of time. So kind of just not necessarily learning from that, but kind of that's just sort of reinforced that the, that we're doing things the correct way and the right way. And, right.
0: And we, you, you knew your vision, but... You decided to start from the bottom, work through all the nitty gritty, the hard stuff, keep your vision in mind. And now you guys yeah. get to work on like the Pinterest board of it all. Like, well, yeah, like you
1: you crystallize the vision and, it, and you really kind of hammer that along the way that you're getting everything else going. Because that's I mean, that's I don't want to say that's easy, but like for us, it was easy because we we're on the same page. So like mm-hmm. that was like the fun, easy kind of part along the way of doing everything else. Yeah. And then, you know, we got our location. So now it's just other so less excited. fun, like money stuff and stuff. like all the
0: boring stuff.
1: Yeah. The adults, yeah. the, the adult the real shit, you know, where you're like, fuck this. Is, oh, I know. This is just- I have a
0: boyfriend who's an accounting mm-hmm. major who, although as creative as he'd like to be, he still uses like the trigger words for me. You know, like talking Budget. about yeah budgets and and LLCs and d- d- taxes. taxes and, and, oh god, I'm like, don't don't say the don't say those words. Like yeah. nothing will sew my vagina up faster. Quarterly, this <laughs> and Q1. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, oh god, way to just suck the fun out of this. I know. <laughs> okay, something that I've personally been running into lately is like navigating friend groups after a breakup. Oh god. Yeah. And I've noticed though, obviously I'm friends with both you and Tom and I, ha- I just have like the utmost fucking respect for the way that you guys have handled this. Cause I've never felt uncomfortable. I don't think any of us have really felt uncomfortable <laughs> in wondering like whose side do we pick or like, where does it, you know, where, who can hang out with who? And I was sort of telling Luke before. So Luke isn't here today. Obviously you guys, he's out of town and um something i was explaining to luke because he hasn't been around very long was right when you and tom broke up i remember like i had my birthday party and then there were other certain things we would go to and you guys would both come you would both be there at the you know at the same time for a period of time but you would show up separately and that was like like i don't know if we even t- we
1: hadn't even told like anyone a lot of people i, I think yeah. only like maybe a couple people knew then yeah yeah
0: and I just had a lot of respect for the way you guys handled each other respected each other like the way that it wasn't thrown into the wind for people to feel that way Mm -hmm. and you guys didn't have animosity at least you know publicly for sure yeah but I think that you guys handled it really really well yeah um but I I do feel like for me and, and in past relationships as well it can be difficult navigating a friend group after a breakup so I'm just curious Tom or not Tom but like what are your thoughts on that and I guess at what point does history stop you know how we say like oh we have history I love this person but they don't fit into my life anymore and like at what point does that sort of stop mattering as we get older because it's something mattering as in like like as an excuse to stay in contact oh um like, just what are your thoughts in general about I, that whole yeah. situation?
1: And people say like, I, this is not sustainable. And like, again, like Tom and I, like it, it's not like, oh yeah, we, we broke up and we're like, let's stay friends. And then it just always has been like, oh God, no, way too watch this season. Because no, like not everyone was as loving and compassionate and empathetic towards Tom and I when we broke up. Some people were like, oh, I am going to choose a side.
0: Yeah.
1: And it, you know, it's like, it was very telling mm. with some people. That that like were very, you know, supportive and a friend uh, to both of us throughout our relationship. People absolutely started to, you know, and I, I gravitate like, to one towards yeah, the other. Yeah, and I
0: feel like as as both of your friends and just as a friend to a lot of people in relationships in general, and as someone who's been in a lot of relationships <laughs> in general, clearly, I feel like it should kind of be based on the couple. Like, what do they want? What are they comfortable with? So if you and Tom are saying in the the best, literally the best thing that could ever happen is you and Tom both saying, we're not asking you guys to choose.
1: Yeah. Just be
0: respectful.
1: Yeah. That's, that's every, (laughs) every
0: friend should be like bowing down to you because not a lot of breakups go that well.
1: Well, that's kind of what the issue was this summer because people were just like, "Well, I just don't think you guys should." And I'm like, "Well, it doesn't matter what you think." Yeah. It doesn't matter if you think that if you would do this yourself or if you think that this is, you know, sustainable or if you agree with it or like I don't really care. Like this yeah. is this is our choice and how we want to handle it. Like we were together for 12 years, you know. Like oh that's God, that's like not an insignificant amount of time and if we are choosing to do this and yeah, maybe it's not sustainable. Who I don't we don't know, but this is like for now like how we want to we're not
0: here to predict the future
1: (laughs) well yeah exactly but this is you know we were very much a part of each other's families like he was very much part of my you know family and it's so so if that's not something you could ever fathom doing then cool I wouldn't suggest you do it then (laughs) you know I would that's a good point but but your your
0: answer and the way that it worked for you in this specific relationship may not be the right answer for everyone. I just think as we get older, I look at these things sort of from the outside looking in. I've never been married. I don't have kids. I'm not in the mom club. I'm not in the married club yet. But from the outside looking in at a group of people that I've loved for a very, very long time, I just commend the fuck out of both of you for standing very strongly on that too, like for each other and and toward each other.
1: Our reasons for that was because of, you know, the time spent together because we love each other's like families, um, because we have, like some of our best friends are the same people because we're on a television show together because we share dogs. Like that's, that was the reason for us wanting to. And just because we wanted to, we wanted to remain in each other's lives in a positive, amicable way. I think that's, there's- That should be uh, fucking a- Plotted. there's several reasons right there why we <laughs> chose to be friends so if you want to still argue against that i don't know what to tell you but those, those are valid reasons why we chose to do that some people they have kids so they chose to get you know we don't have kids we got dogs but like there's plenty of reasons why people choose to remain in each other's lives and there's valid reasons why people don't and that's also their choice i think sometimes yeah we- <laughs> As years go on, when you find yourself in a new relationship and that person takes priority and maybe they have different feelings about that. But I don't know. I would It it might bother me if that person has strong aversions to me having a friendship or relationship yeah. with my ex. Because it's like, why? I was with this person for a really long time. It's not like they're still like, you know, fe- like, it's not like we're like, it's inappropriate. There, yeah,
0: there's no inappropriate. I was it's because
1: that. we like we work together, we have friends together. Like, it's like... It's healthy. I can make it this really awkward and have to, like, (laughs) be like, oh, I can't be your friend anymore and then still see him at all of, you know, my friends' parties. You as well. And, you know, or you can just accept it like it's i don't know um so i don't see that being a problem and i I would consider that maybe to be a bit of a red
0: flag but you know y'all listen up here because i'm just saying i back katie on this 100 percent. but who knows like i just think i've always been in pretty good terms with my exes as far as just like no hate whether they i well we can name a few on the show i'm sure that didn't (laughs) work out for me but look look at tom and sandoval and i like these days like we're buddies we're cool it's all good. Like that did take some time because that was very messy and gross
1: yeah. and
0: was not even comparable to like the love that you and Tom had. But, you know, I just think I got, to, I did get a lot of questions as well about that because I think a lot of people go through that in their breakups, whether it is like a 12 year relationship in marriage or a two or three, four year relationship and kind of how to navigate that. And at what point do you have to say, the history with friend groups isn't enough anymore. Like it's not a reason or an excuse to stay friends. But
1: when you're no longer older. friends with anyone that they're friends, I don't. I mean, if I'm no longer friends with any person he's friends with, then then I'll know. But like, when is that going to be? I don't right. know. Like,
0: because you guys, I mean, sort like, of started this family as well. Like we all started it together. I yeah.
1: Think. So it's like I don't know. As long as he's still friends with the people I'm friends with, and vice yeah. versa. Like I don't know. Like.
0: That's but in, I guess pertaining to the show, obviously there's just so much out there and a lot of ask me anything's about that, about your, <laughs> I think I can sum it up in one question is what is your dynamic currently with the c- former and current cast? And do you think that has anything to do with your breakup with Tom or is it just like sort of the way growing up happens?
1: Well, um... No, I that. My my breakup with Tom has nothing to do with the cast mm-hmm. or a former. No, my breakup with him had to do with our relationship. No, meaning, like
0: your friendships with those with certain people now. Do you think it had anything to do with your breakup? Uh, Is why people why uh, maybe things have shifted for you. And do you think that you can still love and care about certain people on the cast? A.K. I hate saying cast because it is a real—it's an actual. Well, who are we talk a, about? It's a real friendship group. Who are we people. talking about? I mean, you know who's on your cast. <laughs> I know, like, um, but it's like, can you still love? Say, like, I love this person. I care about this person, but just say, like, I don't feel like I want to be connected and like hang out with you right now.
1: Well, there are certain people that I, I like already was on shaky ground with and then the way they conducted themselves during a very emotional, rough time in my life, which just solidified me being like, you suck. Yeah. Like you truly suck. Like you, you are capitalizing on this event in my life in a way that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I, in some ways, yes, but it, it did shift and change things. But yeah, I don't want to like get,
0: I don't want to get into too much nitty gritty because it obviously will be see on the it, show. You're going to see it play
1: out, but like absolutely, absolutely. Right. I think there's some people that definitely saw an opportunity.
0: I think it's just something I've noticed lately As Maybe it's as I'm getting older or I don't know if it's our friendship group or if it's LA or what, but I feel my social circle, the trust tree, if you will, getting smaller and smaller. My social circle, maybe not as, you know, tiny, but like my trust tree has gotten so much smaller because I've noticed like, do I love these people, care about them, care for Mm -hmm. them, absolutely. But does that mean I have to maintain an every other day friendship with people that I don't feel comfortable anymore because it has an effect on me, whether it be through change in life as we grow, may it be because of my past relationship, etc. And I think that's like a wild growing pain that can be... Gnarly to navigate, honestly.
1: I don't even feel like I have to give a fuck about you. And oh, like, it just I just like love now, that. At this See, point, I need I'm just like, that. I give less fucks. Like, I don't, I don't have to care. i, I listen to love and care. No, okay. Like, literally, this is helpful. I like, I'm drawing from all. Like, it's not. I'm not holding grudges. I'm just drawing from like every past experience and current one. And. Uh, coming to the conclusion that I don't need that in my life. I don't need to give any energy to you, give you any ounce of me any longer. Like,
0: that's it. Especially if you're not getting it in return. Well,
1: if I'm, especially if I'm getting what I'm getting from you.
0: Oh, ooh, touche.
1: Like, no, 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 (laughs) no, 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 no. Like that's, that's it.
0: That's fat.
1: That sounds cutthroat or that sounds whatever, but but it's it's just how I've been feeling I have have amazing fucking friends in my life. Like I don't need that. Yeah. You don't need a
0: hundred person social circle to feel confident, secure, and loved. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. I think because I'm I'm such a yes person sometimes and like the DJ, I'm sorry type person that we call. And I don't want to be that anymore, but I feel like I've, again, this is like not only coming from Mm -hmm. a Kristen Hart asking you to Katie question, but a ton of that ask Katie these questions. But if
1: I I've been through enough with some people that like I better fucking learn. Ooh. There's just like, you got to grow. If you're not growing, if you're not learning lessons and applying them to your life. Okay. That's what my therapist says. Well, she ain't, she ain't she, wrong. She ain't
0: wrong. She ain't wrong. So I was watching um, Sweet Home Alabama last night, like on repeat. <laughs> and Great movie. Like the best. <laughs> and I feel like I could have written the transcript. I know it so well. But yeah. I felt but something I was, when I was watching it that didn't stick with me until last night. And I wrote it down. So I can kiss you anytime I want? <sighs> Okay, well, that, <laughs> that is the best. Yeah. But when he tells Reese Witherspoon that you can have roots and wings. Mm. And so I like Googled the quote to see if I could see who like originally said that. I couldn't. But it's apparently something that like parents say to their children. It's like a big quote that's like, we want you to have roots and wings because we want you to have stability yeah. and feel rooted where you are. But we want you to be able to flourish. And I had this maybe stupid, but epiphany aha moment like... That's what I've been looking for in a relationship.
1: Yeah. You want somebody that you feel that you have that connection with that you can come home to that is your safe place, that also encourages you to evolve and grow as a human and you do it vice versa. Yes. Yeah. That is the ideal. Who doesn't want that?
0: So that's where Katie's going to get her group back. When you find (laughs) someone that you feel stable, awesome with, but literally you need your wings. Like you're a Capricorn You're on the verge of being an Aquarius, like you're almost on the cusp by maybe a week, right? And you're very Capricorn, like you're very logical, you're very organized, but you have those Aquarian tendencies where like, if you cut Katie's wings, like, She's going to grow them back like five times (laughs) over and show you. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel. And so um, Luke actually texted me today and had a very specific question for you. Okay. He wanted to know, since you've been single, have you had any bad kissers? And have you ruled someone out strictly because the first time you kissed them, it was a bad kiss? (laughs) Because he and I were talking about bad kissing the other day and how many ways people could suck at kissing.
1: (laughs) Oh, um, it's not like necessarily bad kissers, but you know when you kiss someone and you're just like, it's just kind of like there's nothing... Behind it, you're just sort of
0: like this is just no chemistry.
1: Yeah, like this is just an act. Like you're you know you're just going through the the motions Mm -hmm. of it all. Like it's like it doesn't get you excited or turned on. You know you're just kind of like. All right. That was fun.
0: Yeah. That happened.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, no, I mean, there's been that. So it's just like, there's been kisses where I'm just like, and I don't plan on doing that again.
0: (laughs) Totally. (laughs) When we were talking about like Lucas said, Luke said this one time I like went out with this girl and he's like, I was so attracted to her. And then she went to kiss me and her mouth was just wide (laughs) open. (laughs) No tongue out, but just like a wide open, tried to swallow his face type kiss. Wow. And so I, for me, I started thinking about it and I'm like, I feel like kissing has to do with like the way that you kiss. Yeah, You have to like have someone that kisses the way that you kiss or at least is slightly teachable. For sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> like, or just can respond. Yeah.
0: So have you like run into that in your single oh, time?
1: Um, no, I don't think that there's any, like I said, I don't. I haven't run into like any bad,
0: like, horrific. Stick their tongue down your throat. Too much uh, slobber.
1: No. Okay. Thank no, God. There's, I'm so no. There's so happy for you. <laughs> there's just been some really standouts though. I okay. Say that. That's great. Yeah.
0: And have you like set <laughs> the entire time you've been single? Not even just speaking about now. Like when you first became single, did you set some sort of like sex timeline? Where you're like, I'm not having sex in a first date, <laughs> or he has to like win my trust or I'm just going to have sex on the first date because I deserve that right now. No, I did not say any,
1: nothing because I wasn't trying to like date anyone. Mm. I was just like, I'm just doing this for like fun and sport. And it was like casual, like it, it was a just, fun sport. It was just, <laughs> no, cause it was just all like fun. I wasn't like on apps. I wasn't trying to like get to know people and date them I was just like just trying to just be out there for myself and having a good
0: time and having fun so like yeah so no okay no (laughs) apps for you what about dms anyone sliding in
1: no I do the sliding
0: you do the slide in
1: (laughs) I do all the sliding so
0: much fun I like want to live vicariously through you because I I didn't really I've never played that game before I've been too scared
1: it's more of it's more like chess because it's very slow. Yeah. <laughs> There's it's it's not like you slide and then like right immediately. Like it might be months later, it oh. might be a week later, it might be days later, it might be never, but like you know, that's it's it's a numbers game. So you got to like, you know, put out lots of <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're so cute. Your dimples and your little blushy cheeks right now.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So you just got to be like, "Oh, he's he looks nice." Hi. Yeah, but- I, all I do, is, all and, I do, is say hi,
0: and you don't, you don't freak out about it or like look no. back on it.
1: No, what's the worst going to happen? It just, it's, it yeah. literally just goes to the DM graveyard and never gets read. That's the worst that happens. <laughs> the
0: DM graveyard, yeah, it just gets like
1: buried. It does like nothing. It just never gets like read, or they will respond, and there's like maybe like a little bit of an exchange, and maybe you know you make plans and <laughs> never happen. I don't know.
0: That's it. But you seem you're you're having fun these days. Yes, yes. People see Indeed. a little bit on the trailer of the show. They mm-hmm. show that you like went out on a date, or you were like seeing someone younger. They obviously make it very <laughs> wild and outlandish of you. Well, or you're just enjoying. I your think time it's it's now. not
1: necessarily wild, and outlandish. It's just different. Literally, no one's seen me. Single, or you know, just with any, like single, but like just with anyone but Tom. So it's like it seemed it might seem like outlandish
0: that, like, well, I think the way the yeah. trailer presented itself, which
1: <laughs> the Kopia was d- very good at, yes, delicious
0: but, dick, yes, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that was something I was kind of nervous for because not it's like, yeah, there's there's the whole bringing you know another person with me just on the show but also it's just about bringing someone around this group of friends too because you know not only is tom friends with everyone but also like they've never they've never seen me with anyone else so like mm-hmm. just like that's a little nerve-wracking too just like my friends are like this is so weird and were I'm like, people
0: Ooh. accepting of you being single and mostly are, were people accepting of you dating or bringing a date on the show or just around them show uh, or no show
1: um, no, everyone was a, was supportive, but for a long time, I kept my dating or, you know, I I did it very in private or away yeah. from anyone that was, you know, friends with Tom. I never brought anyone around Tom. I just, I tried to just keep it away from anywhere that he went. Yeah. <laughs> even like, I just, I didn't want to bring it to his doorstep. No, I, wanted, totally. I wanted to be respectful and not think I was like throwing anything in his face or being I don't know, just being like in your face, like, cause that wasn't, that's cause that's not why I was doing it. I was doing it for myself. I wasn't doing it to be like, you know. And I your... feel
0: like if anything, as your friend, like you, I don't want to say you hit it, but you, you did keep that part of your life very, very private. Yeah. For quite a long time. Yes. Just cause it was just for you. It wasn't for everyone else.
1: Yeah. So, so I think that's
0: something I want people to like really understand.
1: Yeah. So when I finally did, I think people were like, Ooh, <laughs> okay. Who's this? But you know what? It, it had to happen at some point. And, you know. So be it. <laughs> so be Rip it. Rip the bandaid you know? <laughs> off.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's get into some questions that people have. And they're not all revolved around your fucking divorce or your current sex life. So don't <laughs> worry <Okay>. here <laughs> for the love of God. Would you live anywhere else besides LA?
1: Oh. I know I think about this all the time.
0: I have two recently.
1: I don't know because I, I, um, I've lived here for almost, gosh, what year is it? Two,
0: I've three. been here 15. I've years. been here almost seven Yeah, you're, you're 16, 17 years. Mm-hmm.
1: So I've been here for a really long time. So it's really hard to picture living anywhere else or like at least not like I love California. Mm-hmm. If I didn't move anyone else, I'd move, move anywhere else. It'd probably be like to like another, like Europe or something. I don't know.
0: Like, you love Europe. Huh? Yeah. I do. I'm so scared like of like Europe may as, still.
1: May as well just, like, go for it. Go big, you know?
0: That's so you. Yeah. Of, of, it's very you of you to do, to be yeah. like, I'm going to Europe for a few months. Not, I'll be yeah. back. I'll let you guys know. It'd probably be, like, <laughs> a
1: short-term thing, too. But, like, not that I'm planning on it. But I'm just saying, like, just to, like, have an experience of, like, living somewhere else. But, like, I think I'll always, like, live here,
0: though. Yeah, I like that. Or at least, I really like, in California. California. Yeah, I like California a lot. I don't know if I could raise a family in Los Angeles. Right. Whatever year Mm -hmm. that might happen (laughs) for me. But I do like California in general. But I was wondering if you ever thought about, like, would you ever want to, like, have a house back at home in Utah and, like, be able to go back and forth, or are you kind of, like, past Utah now that you're,
1: no, I mean, I would, I would love to be able to like, spend, like, more time there, like, having, like, a place there. But again, like, living there year round would be hard because, like, I don't miss, like, the cold weather. I, like, I love being able to go visit when it's, like, the winter and it's, like, ooh, but, like, I don't miss living in it. Like, no way. Hell no. Yeah. Luke <laughs> no. and
0: I always talk about, like, we fantasize and we're, when I say fantasize, I mean, we're watching all the HGTV shows (laughs) and we fantasize like what would like if we had all the money in the world like what would it look like for us and (laughs) it wouldn't be some you know 10 million dollar mansion in Los Angeles I would want like a smaller house like similar to my old house in LA have like a little tiki hut in Hawaii and then have like a cool house like somewhere in the Midwest or somewhere where it snows yeah if I had all the money in the world (laughs) it would be like these three little tiny spots yeah being able to like split time
1: places I think would be the most ideal yeah
0: okay and I got this like 80,000 trillion times because everyone loves your style your favorite place to shop and addition to that is an outfit on the show that you would reuse and one that you would just recycle (laughs) Oh, my God. That's really hard. Um, It's been many years.
1: Places I like to shop. I mean, always like to go like Zara. I mean, I have some stuff from Zara that like has lasted so long and it's just, you know, it's very inexpensive, but it's like I feel like a lot of it's like pretty well made. Mm -hmm. Um, I also really like free people a lot. I shop at free people a lot.
0: Um, Yeah, I feel like you're, I borrow clothes from you a lot, always have, (laughs) and I feel like you're the the best shopper when it comes to staples and then trends, but you don't spend a lot of money on your trendy stuff. No, I don't, I don't. You don't don't, like fall into the trends of the current now and like you have all your staples then you have like your fun pieces. Yeah. And you're really good at like mix and matching them and I think that's why everyone like including myself loves your style.
1: (laughs) And then outfits on the show. Yeah.
0: Something Ooh. you'd reuse and something you would just recycle
1: Ooh, uh, And they put
0: like a trash bucket uh, <laughs> next to it. But you know, we don't, we don't throw things away. We recycle, <laughs>
1: recycle. I mean,
0: I can think of so many of your interview looks.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, there's stuff in like the past and I'm like, Oh, I don't know about that. Like, I don't know. Um something leave the re- statement <laughs>
0: necklaces <is> behind.
1: <laughs> yeah. Probably the one dress I wore twice. I wore it in an interview look last year. It was like a like a low plunging neckline. I wore it to like Guillermo's birthday one year and then I wore it. And so there's stuff I've actually like reworn that's very flattering and then like a jumpsuit that I wore that's like makes your boobs look really good. I wore that in an interview look and on the show once before. So I've like I've reworn Mm. stuff in interview looks and like on the show before. And I,
0: I bet people haven't even noticed where mm. it's like, I wore that green dress like two times <laughs> and life was over. Yeah. So what is your advice like shopping wise? Because you're, you are essentially a fashion icon, especially mm. when it comes to like television and social media about shopping I mean I, the what I take from you is what I just said is that I think you're very great at getting staples that fit you well and then your fun pieces but what is your yeah I advice think advice for people like shopping
1: if you s- spend money on staple stuff like on the stuff that you are going to wear every single year season you know to season that's the like investment pieces and then don't spend a lot of money on the trendy stuff. And you know what I'm talking about? The stuff that like, you just know is going to
0: like fizzle out, (laughs) fizzle, fizzle out. Um, You're going to wear it like once, maybe twice. You really need not get a bang for your buck.
1: Invest in, in jeans that fit you really, really well. You know, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Invest in a great like tailored, you know, leather or or, sorry, um, blazer jacket kind of thing that you can wear, mix and match with any outfit. Mm -hmm. um, tailored pants trousers those kind of things that you're going to be able to like mix with any outfit like those kind of like pieces
0: yeah the things you kind of just need so it's like oh you have this meeting oh you have this lunch you have to go to oh there's a baby shower oh there's a whatever you know you can just grab this specific piece and then match it with Something fun or another staple piece, essentially.
1: Yeah. I love, like, right now I'm like obsessed with like skirts. I wear skirts. I do wear <laughs> no. skirts.
0: I don't think I even own one skirt.
1: Nonstop. I love like a skirt or a trouser all the time.
0: Probably why I just come over here and borrow all <laughs> of your clothes. Uh, okay. Next, I feel like we've talked about this before, but I did get a lot of where and how did you and I meet? And then, in addition, how did we rekindle our friendship after the 2020 blowout? (laughs) Oh, gosh. Or the 2019
1: 2019. blowout. Well, we met at Sir.
0: Yeah. I feel like we've talked about that in your podcast.
1: Yeah. We met because I'd started working at Sir.
0: <laughs> and I thought Katie was 18. Everyone thought I was 18. I will never forget you had your hair slicked back. It was like in like a like a bun, but it was like a cute, messy bun. And you had like red lips on <laughs> or like dark lips. I can't remember. Your makeup was so clean. Essentially how it always is now, but I didn't know you then. Mm-hmm. It was just very clean makeup with like good eyebrows and like bright, bold lipstick and like really good nails. And I was like, who is this? young hot person and i want a, her to be my friend
1: <laughs> <laughs> i remember yeah and everyone thought i was young even like stassi thought i was younger than her yeah well, she's only a couple years younger than me but she was like giving me like she advice. was like
0: 20 though at that she's time. like
1: Ugh. i was like talking about some guy that just like drug me through the mud and she's like well this is line. she goes wait how old are you and i was like i'm this old and she goes oh never mind <laughs> but yeah
0: no everyone thought i was like super young you got some good jeans though you do thanks okay and then uh how did we rekindle well, I mean, when I got canceled, <laughs> Yeah, when you got, I remember when you got fired. Yeah. yeah that day. Let go, if you will. Okay. Quote, sorry. Unquote. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. That was little,
1: when you were released, released. from your contract.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Like it was just kind of like What's whatever, important. whatever I like, yeah. whatever bullshit we were hanging on to that. It's funny because they were replaying season eight this morning, and I turned it on. But yeah, there was like an episode when we were at Katsuya, and I was like, "Shut the fuck up, Kristen. And I was like, (laughs) "What?" Because you like were texting with Carter. I was like, "Man, I was like real (laughs) bummed out on life." (laughs) (laughs) Like you, you know, when you look at yourself and your past self, and you like cringe. Mm-hmm. That's when you know, like you've grown. I like, I'm like, Oof. what were
0: you cringy about? I was cringing at myself. Like, but why?
1: Because I was like, dude, like, just like chill out. I was like so fired up, and like, granted, because I was, I was wanting you to like move past and grow and yeah. just like whatever. And I was like frustrated, but it was like, it was like too
0: much. Mm. You're doing too much, girl. Like, take a breath. Like, let this bitch figure it out on her own. You've done what you could well, do.
1: Yes, and I mean, I think it was like it was just it was a lot, you know. But I was just like, now I'm just like, I don't know. I just think I would just be able to
0: be a little more chill about things. Like separate yourself from it a bit. Yeah,
1: like I think it's just, I think I don't need to be as like fucking...
0: I agree with that though because I definitely went through times, um, I guess it was during the show, but just in friendship times where, I mean on the show, where I literally would put myself in the middle of you and your husband. <laughs> like you guys were in a fight and for some reason the fixer in me felt like it was my place to try to mend that rather than allow the two of you to just handle it yourself and go I'm here if you need me like it was not my place (laughs) to yeah force myself upon you (laughs) in your own relationship
1: (laughs) just I mean yeah whether just not self-regulating like you know what I mean I was like girl just not being in control of I was just reacting constantly Mm -hmm. and being an asshole
0: yeah but you see it differently yes
1: I see it very differently
0: um okay this is random but alcohol or weed oh well wine (laughs) alcohol okay (laughs) i
1: mean i love weed but like i feel like weed i i like when i just i can be a little more autopilot with things um not that it's it makes me whatever but i just think right now i have just a lot to be proactive about
0: i could not agree more yeah i'm a nighttime weed smoker I'm not a daytime weed smoker unless it's like, oh, we're on vacation. Oh, we're going on a road trip. I have yeah. zero responsibility today. Then I can day smoke. Otherwise, it's like the day is done, time to smoke weed. It's hard for me to be proactive and, and, and it does make me creative at times. But I think mm-hmm. that I'm the type of person that needs like caffeine not weed
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah no I need if anything I need to like get my ass in gear and when things are a little more when I'm cruising I'm like all right we can chill out you know it's just I get very chilled
0: Yes, you
1: do. Uh, which is the when, best part. Well, I know, but it's like, it's, it's not the most motivating for me. I don't You know, some people are like, I smoke weed and then I go work out. And I'm like, you do know. what? You <laughs> <Fuck laughs> no. Like if now if like I, I smoke weed or if I do any, it's like period cramps because it's like really helps with that. But I don't know. I used to like pop a little uh, espresso bean thing because it's only like five milligrams. And I would like because I still like, have a lot of issue when I'd have to go get like nails done or like do things like that. Cause it, would, it just, I don't know. I would get like anxious and like,
0: isn't it weird I, how like spa services have changed for us?
1: Well, that's not a spa service. That's just like, I, I, like, I can't sit still. Me like It's just like, I dig, I, you it know. It feels like
0: a chore. And I don't want to be like, oh, champagne problems. But when I really do have to go get my nails done, it feels like a fucking chore. Yeah. It's not, it's not like something I enjoy anymore. Like, I just need to like upkeep.
1: Any kind of nail, Like, like any any shaving kind of errands, my vagina. But then I'd go like, I'd be like oh, I got to go to Trader Joe's. And then all of a sudden I'm at Trader Joe's and I'm a little like, you know, and I'm like, oh no,
0: <laughs> can't go grocery shopping right now. <laughs> I come yeah. home and it's just like all <laughs> I know I see I I battle with oh. grocery shopping like do I go when I'm hungry then i just get stupid amounts of things if i go when i'm full i don't get enough if i go when i'm high i don't even know what i end up with oh yeah <laughs> it's i'm definitely so much not, fun. I'm definitely not getting like
1: the right kind of like it's like i'm not like mary getting,
0: poppins bag i just grab i'm like what's that oh i got that i
1: didn't i definitely <laughs> didn't get stuff to like make food with i got like <laughs> snacks i'm like cool like dips and chips and like <laughs> cheese and crackers and then like I don't know, and some you have bananas. spaghetti, but you have
0: nothing to put it with.
1: Bananas and like, like I don't know, just weird ass shit. Like <laughs> nothing makes sense. No. I'm like, that was stupid.
0: That's, Anyways. That's our weed talk. Um, so we've definitely gone over this, but if you could sort of pinpoint one thing or some things you've really learned about yourself in the last year, something uh, different.
1: That I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm strong, I'm resilient. I love that. Uh, that you know, I've grown a lot. That you know, I. I mean, that's resilience. I mean, I, I knew, I knew that I was strong, but like, I I mean, I was. Yeah, I mean, I was it, was. it was scary, you know, to to go through something like that. But just to like learn that, you know, you are that. Yeah. That strong. Stronger. To, to come, yeah. Braver yeah.
0: than you may think. I'm brave. You are.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm brave and I'm strong and.
0: Resilience, I really like. I love Khloe Kardashian. I remember mm-hmm. it because I love love the new fucking Kardashians and love Chloe mm-hmm. as you do. But Chloe yeah. always spoke of like her resilience. And I remember there was one episode of the Kardashians. I don't know if it was the season or last where she was going through all the shit we all know about. Mm-hmm. And I feel like someone was like reading her something online and said like she wasn't resilient. And she was like, I'm the most resilient motherfucker. Something like that. Like there <laughs> yeah. ever was like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. And like, I couldn't agree more when you go through these huge life changes, and especially when it's aired on television and social media, you're nothing but resilient. So everyone needs to shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I think, down. I just think I've just learned that I'm not scared to ask for what I want
0: and Ooh, what I need. That's to, fucking you hot. Know?
1: It, I think so. Like, it's just like, you're never going to get what you need or what you want unless you ask for it. So.
0: Yeah. Don't ask permission. <laughs> ask for forgiveness. Hey.
1: Well. I like to, what, I, you're a, I don't ask for permission. I, ask I, for I just ask just for do. what I want. Okay.
0: <laughs> like, I, that's even better. I'm like, a, I'm it's like, neither.
1: It's just saying like, this I'm is, a, this is what I need. I gotta what follow I your lead.
0: <laughs> this is what I need, what I want. This is what mm-hmm. I want your new podcast to hey. be like. Tell us all how to, how to live this life. It's none of those
1: things. It's either like you on board or you not. Like yeah. you're, either, you're either getting on board or you're not. Like that's, that's it.
0: Yeah. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> yeah. What did you, what would, what did you say at the beginning of last year? You were like, I used to say kindness, don't mistake I, my kindness for weakness. Now I
1: just say fuck around and find out.
0: A. So,
1: so yeah. A. A, yeah. Do you like living alone? I love living alone. I was nervous because I haven't. I only lived alone once in my life, and it was for about a year, and it was when I was like 22, and I and I loved it then. But it was that I was like that was the only time, and so
0: because you had roommates, essentially. Yeah, I was. I
1: I had. I always had roommates. So you know, moving out. You know, moving out of our house that I loved. And then on my own, I was scared. Like, I was like, "Am I gonna be so lonely? Am I? Is, is this gonna make me like really sad and like really miss Tom?" But like, <laughs> so bad. No, the first night I was like, Oof. "You." Well, we might have so my mom in, here, but like, and I we're was in your
0: apartment right now. I came down the hall to Katie's apartment, <laughs> and I know she's given you guys a bit of a tour on social media. But if you walked in here, you'd be like, "Yeah, I would love living alone here too." <laughs> it's so magical.
1: Yeah. No, I love it. I love it because it's just mine. I can yeah. make it look how I want to look. You know, it's always going to be left how I left it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I just, it just, and you it's can mine. change
0: it how you see fit. Yeah. Like your hair. Like if you feel like changing it, you change it. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to answer to anybody. Fuck that. No one gets a vote here. Except for me. Any, adv- this is a tricky one, but I'll just ask it. Cause I, I only wrote down the ones I got a shit ton of and okay. I lumped them in. But do you have any advice on knowing when it's time to leave a relationship? Yeah. And this doesn't have to obviously be about your relationship with Tom. You've been in other relationships as well that you've had to leave. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I think you know. Like, you know when you know. Like, it's it's you can analyze it all day long. You can live in denial and bury your head in the sand. But, like, when there's that voice in the back of your head or it's loud as fuck in the front and all mm-hmm. sides of your head and it becomes pretty undeniable. Like, but when you know, you, you know. And I think the best thing you can do is to just not do yourself a disservice and honor yourself and and give that to yourself and, and I just uh, know you're going to be
0: okay. And you're going
1: to be okay and I think sometimes the thing that we run into is we stay longer than we should have.
0: For sure. And Story so, of my life. And and sometimes life.
1: you want to, sometimes you want to stick you want to know that you did everything that you could. You know, maybe you wanted to do therapy. Maybe you wanted to, you know, exhaust all the resources and cuz sometimes we need to do that. We need to know that we did everything that we possibly Possibly, could We want to leave no stone unturned. We want to not be able to like question, oh, well, what if I had just, no, like I get that. And that's what I needed, I think for myself too. But I think once there was just like no doubt in my mind, mm-hmm. the decision was like not easy. This is not an easy decision to right. make, but it was, it, it doesn't was, mean
0: it's not emotional.
1: It, it was, doesn't yeah. mean that it's, but it it's was, simple. It was pretty, it was pretty obvious.
0: And so in, in turn hmm. asking that how, I got this a lot as well. How do you maintain such a positive attitude? You make the decision every day. Because I agree. Like that's why I've listened to the last, sorry to interrupt you, but like <laughs> I've listened to the last couple of episodes of uh, You're Gonna Love Me and you deciding to make a transition and we'll find out per you what that transition looks like. But it was also even with you choosing that You're Gonna Love Me is gonna take a step aside. Maybe you'll revamp that. Maybe it'll be something new. You're not done with the podcast world. It's always with such positivity Rather than I think when you started, you're going to love me, it was like your funny spin on like your rage texts and like proving yourself to people that you Mm. weren't some bitch, essentially, to be honest. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I got a lot of questions about maintaining your positive attitude.
1: Well, I think we fall into the habit of doing a lot of negative self-talk and that has a way of manifesting big time in our lives. So it can sound like a Pinterest board where you do like these positive affirmations and everything like that. But I think you make a choice of how you show up in your life and who you are and your relationship with yourself is the most important thing. So how we speak to ourselves and about ourselves. And I choose not to be a victim in my. St- you know, in my own story and how Mm. I speak about myself and and that like, Oh, only like everything is bad in my life and bad things happen to me. But it's just like, no, like everything is like worked out how it should. And everything is going good in my life. And, and like that it's like, yeah, like things have not worked out like in terms of my, you know, but it's like, it's not because I failed or because it failed. It's just because like, if it's like what Gabby Burns said, if it's not this, it's something better, Mm -hmm. you know, like you, I have to always believe that there's just something, better waiting for me on the other side. and
0: Yeah, you know, this is just the end of a chapter, yeah. not the end of your story. I just romanticize the fuck out of my life constantly. I'm not joking. My therapist and I talked yesterday and she essentially told me to start doing the same thing yeah. and didn't feel that I was doing it enough. was like... Obviously I have gratitude, but like, she's like, you have to start celebrating all the things that are wonderful. And yeah, essentially sort of be, del- be delusional. Like even if it was like Monday, you had a not great day because of X, Y, and Z, but you did this, 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 and this, like celebrate those things yeah. about yourself, celebrate that you overcame something, celebrate that you accomplished certain things, stop setting such a high standard for yourself that if you're not the best of the best of the best, then you're a failure. Because that's not true because then it is it is the negative self-talk.
1: Yeah. It's, it's no one
0: else telling because, you that.
1: Because yeah, the best case scenario, all those like things that you fantasize about and that you're delusional about happen. Worst case, you spent, you know, time just being really positive and fantasizing dreaming. about... Po- yeah. You so, were dreaming and reaching for the stars. I'm not saying that like I just walk around with a smile slapped on my face. No, of course I have bad days and of course I cry and of course like I'm like, oh, but like I try to spend more time not being upset about things and not being bummed out on things. And like, yeah, I have, you know, not every day is great. But but more days are better.
0: <laughs> I love this. I love this is making me feel like my day is going to be like so productive now <laughs> when I leave your apartment. Yeah, I just you know, uh, honestly. Okay, so one last question that I don't... That I've been trying to like lump up as well, but mm-hmm. I want, I feel like I just have to make this clear and something I've been avoiding is I get so many questions like, oh, well, is she not friends with this person? And how are you friends with that person? Or how are <laughs> you guys both not friends with that da, 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 jibber jabber? So what I think I've, I'll ask you the question, but what I'd like to make clear. So I decided to ask you, do you and I discuss other friends?
1: <laughs> not really. Not really. Well, i don't know what there's really to see. Like, that's you know what i mean though we mostly I, talk about like
0: boys, boys. yeah
1: <laughs> we talk there's like i feel like there's a lot of other shit to talk about yeah. than to shit talk people and, or talk about other people yeah. or I and don't i know. think
0: what i love about my friendship with you is being able to be each other's sounding boards, but not requesting or begging for some sort of answer to that. Like, well, don't you think she's a bitch too? Or don't you think he's horrible too? And like requiring that validation from the other person.
1: Yeah. It's just
0: like what I learned from my sister. Do you want advice or do you want to vent? Yeah. And sometimes... It's just, we just need to hear each other out, but you're not, neither of us are looking for like, but don't you think that that person is, even though I know you're like friends with that person. Mm -hmm. That's called growing up guys. (laughs) Yeah. Because
1: you're not going to get that, you know, because I, I, because obviously I don't think that, you know, and vice versa, you know, but like, it's just, no. Yeah. (laughs) So
0: that's the answer is no, we, Katie and I, and I'm saying this to all the listeners, I'm saying this to Uh, certain friendies out there that have asked this question to me katie and i when we hang out do not sit around and talk about y'all no and we don't talk about people we just talk about like other shit that matters and and there's
1: (laughs) specific people i'm like thinking of that that we're both friends with like i don't know Mm -hmm. the last time we've ever talked about them
0: right truthfully no seriously Because
1: uh, honestly, like, yeah, we just
0: talk about, like, ourselves. (laughs) Yeah, we do. Because that's where we're at in 2023. Mm -hmm. We're we're thinking of us these days. Correct. Well, thank you for coming on. No, thank you for having me. And your podcast has been amazing. I can't wait to hear about what's next. (laughs) Yes,
1: it's. I know, I know. It's been, I've loved doing You're Gonna Love Me for the last two years. It's been incredible, and I've loved, like, having you know, people long for the ride with me. But, you know, I just feel like it's, you know, sometimes we just got to evolve and change. And I want to kind of just, I want my podcast to kind of meet me where I'm at now.
0: Yeah. And just so everyone realizes again, she's not done podcasting.
1: It's not not over. And what I'm planning that's coming up is going to be really fun and you're going to love it
0: and i might you're, you're i might have asked it. about it before we started recording and i know what it is and i am so fucking excited and it's going to be really fun pun intended everyone. you're going to love it you're going to you're <laughs> going to love it a whole lot <laughs> yes oh my gosh okay well so by the time this airs Vanderpump rules Season what is it ten? I don't even fucking know. Isn't that weird? Is season, it 10? Well,
1: so this comes out on to, the on the eighth. So yeah, it'll it, it airs on the eighth.
0: It's season ten, episode one. Will air <laughs> tonight, y'all. Yeah. Oh my god. And I can't wait for the new podcast when it mm-hmm. decides to come about something about her and everyone yeah. just keep following Katie. You know where to fucking follow her on all her platforms. And well,
1: I pretty much just on Instagram. That's like your TikTok. I don't post on TikTok. We got to do more TikTok. I know. I mostly our TikTok
0: killed it i know i mostly i'm mostly a spectator on tiktok you send me a lot of fun ones
1: uh, yeah so, yeah like i like to watch tiktoks so i don't really like post on them but like i don't know i can barely post on my instagram i don't okay, know well, follow
0: just... katie on instagram and <laughs> watch vanderpump rules and stay posted on all the fun things coming up in her life because yeah you'll hear it from her mouth first how about that correct <laughs> hey all right have a good week guys talk to you next week Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week.
1: Seeking the truth never gets old.